Hey, what's up, Triple Nation? This is the Bat Triple. I'm giving you a little heads up, a very eerie heads up, right in time for Halloween in regards to tonight's show. And specifically, our interview with the ghetto nerd, B. Van Randall. As you will hear on the air or on the um, on the show, we had an interview with B. Van Rando, the ghetto nerd of Verse Comics out of Detroit, scheduled for this evening, live on air on our radio station inside the studio. When we brought his phone line up, we could not hear him. We could not hear anything that he was saying at all. It was myself and Kennedy in the studio. However, upon bringing the show home and preparing it to post up as a podcast just for you it appears his voice magically appears i don't know how that happened so you're going to hear him we didn't hear him we still conducted the interview via text but you're going to hear him um it's very eerie how this all worked out so and actually, via text, it still turned out to be a rather fine and fun show. But maybe listening to it and listening to him on the other side, hopefully he wasn't disparaging us in any way. Um, it may prove to be just as fun or even more fun or very revealing. Who knows what lies ahead? Stay tuned and enjoy. Yeah. Previously on the Black Tribbles. Back where it all began. What's up? This is uh, Storm Tribble here with the Phil Lamar of, oh my God, the immense amount of work that you put in that we've all, all became fans of. It's just unreal. I mean, I could go down the list from Samurai Jack being my absolute all-time <laughs> favorite. Thanks, boss. Um, <laughs> uh, and not to mention your impact. Pointing at me. I'm not even saying it. You know what I mean? Uh, your your impact with um, thanks, Lilner, uh, with Green Lantern. Um, not to mention, you know, your stuff on Mad TV, your theater with Pee Wee's Playhouse. Yes, yes. I I was already like, Phil Lamar is pretty cool, <laughs> and then I saw Cowboy Curtis and went, oh. Yeah, I've been I've been very very fortunate to get to work with on some really amazing product projects and with some really amazing people. Absolutely, absolutely. Um, so one of the things we wanted to talk about first and foremost is, uh, from what I understand, you have a web series going on right now. Yeah, tell us a little bit about, about that. Yeah, um, it's called Inside the Legend, and it was basically a two-person interview show where you interview characters from history, mythology, legend, like real and imaginary, you know. Nice. And we just decided to make it a two-person show where... It's me and this woman, Vanessa Raglan, and we take turns either being the host or the character being interviewed. And all of the characters are not quite how you remember them. Okay. Like, you know, we did Beowulf, you know, the mythic old-time warrior as... The wrestler! Nice. I'm Beowulf! I took down gorgeous Grendel! <laughs> you know? And we did Oedipus as a redneck. Oh, my God. Because who else going to be having sex with oh, his mother? Oh, no, that is so <laughs> apropos. So, you know, and everything is a twist like that. Right, right. Why did you go into Inside the Legend and, like, playing or playing around with history like that? Um, honestly, uh, Cindy Rice, the producer, and Tony Wallace had a list of ideas. 
Uh, I didn't have anything of my own that I was like burning to, to do. And they said, well, what, this is a couple of things that we've got. And like, that made me laugh. I'm like, and it's funny because I remember thinking at the time, it's like, this has absolutely no like, you know, crossover demographic appeal to the comic book. Like I should do something <laughs> more superhero or cartoon or otherwise oriented to capitalize on the, the fan base I have. And I'm like, that just made me laugh. So yet another in a long <laughs> career full of non-marketing based decisions. <laughs> so. No, I was the guy sitting on the set of Pulp Fiction going, well, I guess they could try to sell it like a big blockbuster summer movie. <laughs> Travolta, Bruce Willis, Uma Thurman, right up until the anal rape and the heroin overdose. <laughs> right, right, right. Then $100 million later, I looked, you know, I was like, this is why I don't run a studio. <laughs> it is your black triples. Seven is a number, both prime and divine. Seven yeah. is a number, both prime and divine. Seven is a number, both prime and divine. Seven is a number, both prime and divine. United like the Justice League, we unlimited. Five transformed into seven. Magnificent amalgamation. Super Saiyan, we ain't playing. 106.5 is the radio station. Triple Nation is the name of the tribe. 610 267 215. All around the globe in every area code. Online, on air, whatever the mode. Days and nights, live or recorded, listeners rewarded with the warness, keeping it flawless like a Batman plan. Jedi flips or a Spider-Man handstand. Peace to every geek we stand for. From Kronos to the bottle, city of Candor. We about to catch wreck. Turn up your set, black triples on deck. Y'all know what time it is. Black triples in your area. Let's go. in the building, ladies and gentlemen, coming to you from the beautiful studios of WPPM 106.5 FM, Philly Cam, People Power Media, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, cats and kittens, put your hands together for another brand spanking new edition of Black Tribble. It's just me, some hype. What's up? What's good? <laughs> My name is Len, aka the Bat Tribble. And as always, I'm joined in this lovely studio by... That was a juicy one. What's up? It's your girl Kennedy, also known as the Everyday Phillies Bay, also known as that Mikey Chick, better known to you all as the Storm Triple holding down in the 215 to the day I die all the way live. Hello. 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 <laughs> Hello. Yes. Yes. It is Jess, Kennedy, and I in the studios today, ladies and gentlemen. Um, because all the other triples couldn't be here. But Dante is here. Hey, it's the Gizmo intern, Uncle Triple himself. <laughs> I, I couldn't think of a good uncle name. Uncle Gizmo. Skeeter. Because you, you do be skeeting. 
Uncle D. What's up, oh, Uncle D? that sounds. That sounds apropos. Uncle D. <laughs> <laughs> Which means that we are streaming live and direct on YouTube, ladies and gentlemen. We are rocking it. We are rocking out on YouTube. So we are not on Facebook Live. If you're listening to the stream or you're listening to us on 106.5 FM and you want to see us, you got to go to YouTube. YouTube.com. Look up the Black Fribbles. Our live feed is right there streaming. We're going to have fun for you this evening. We are going. Good evening. Good evening. <laughs> We are going to be introducing you to the redefinition of the nerd as we talk to the ghetto nerd himself, B. Van Randall. Mm, yes, quite. Yes, quite. Anyone that has a, a, a first letter, an initial, if you will, for their first name. Van Randall. Yes, the Detroit Van Randalls. Exactly, yes. Yes, right. Quite, rather. Yes. Cheers. He, sounds, he, he does sound like a nerd, and we're going to be talking to him <laughs> tonight, uh, ladies and gentlemen, uh, about everything that he has uh, going on with uh, Verse Comics out of Detroit. Talk about everything he's got going on there. We're going to have This Week in Geek History. Um, we're going to see if we can come up with a unanimous triple of the week after a very um, interesting... Polarizing? Polar, yes, polarizing is the word. A polarizing triple of the week last week. We'll see if we can come up with a triple of the week this week. We're also going to be talking about we're also going to be talking about uh, WPPM. Every fall does their fundraising drive. This year, it's coming up the week of October 30th through November 30th. Excuse me, uh, October 30th through November 13th, which means that there's not going to just be one very special uh, show for the Tribbles, but there's going to be two very special fundraising j- shows for the Tribbles this year. And one of them is definitely going to be, we're going to be bringing you the Wheel of Dare. So we're going to try and come up with a couple of dares that we can do. And it dawned on me as Kennedy and I sat down behind the mics that this is the first time, at least in a long time that I can remember, that I've been o- alone on air with a uh, a a woman co-host it goes all the way back to my days when i used to actually be the co-host of the pleasure principle on g-town radio uh which was a late night sex show on uh, of course on g-town radio of course that one day very famously Kennedy was a guest on. Oh, yes. I remember that. That was weird. Yes. And we're going to talk about that story tonight as well. Must we? Oh, I I really do. I, I really have to because it was a very interesting story. I loved it. How's my angle here? The I phone can... lines are open. 215-923-9776. That's 215-923-WPPM. Oh, yeah. It's much better. So call us with any questions that you have for for Kennedy and I, um, we're gonna have a fun show tonight, ladies and gentlemen. It promises to be big fun. What's up, K Bells? How you doing? Good. How are y'all? I'm doing very. I'm being well. a diva with my camera because I can. Yeah, because I ain't got to share with no yeah, triple. So now you can just you can you can have that camera focus on you. Is that better? This is good, Mister Deville. She's ready for her close up, Mister Uncle one, D. The, she just does not sound. 
Um, the one night I don't have makeup on, he won't put a camera in my face. It's all good. <laughs> you don't need makeup. Hello. I told you a long time ago, you do not need makeup. Thanks. You're stunning. Oh, just stop it. Yo, I saw Daryl last night. Daryl Charles, Joker Tribble. Joker Tribble. First of all. At Helium Light Club. At, I was going to say. You don't know. I've been doing this too for a minute. I ain't new. Thank you. First of all, Daryl packed the house at Helium. Did he? Like, there was very, there was no room really for anybody. I mean, the comedy sports people came out. Um, People that I knew from other areas of life were Mm -hmm. there to see him. The shout out to the stand up comic community in Philly um, because they were there for him as well. It was just a really, really good crowd. The host, the featured uh, performer, everybody was amazing. Like, it was just really, really tremendous to see the the fruits of his labor. Yeah, because yeah. I've been I've been you know on this path with him for the past couple months or so, um, following around all his open mics and and seeing him hone his case. Material. Yeah, and just kind of bounce all that all those jokes off of different crowds and and to see which ones stick and which ones work and which ones probably should never be said again and i've heard about a couple of them oh boy those are the best ones really i know <laughs> i know um and it was just really great to to see the support for him uh, more than anything else so i was just really really happy and, and proud that's cool because i know this was a very special uh performance for him because he was recording his first comedy album yeah so there. so stay tuned that'll be up shortly not only was the album recorded but also it was it was videotaped as well nice so you could see all the shenanigans nice. um so i'm just i'm really really happy for him and i'm, I'm very uh i'm moved by the people that came out for him so i can only imagine how, how him and his wife Lori feel it was just really really cool turnout that is great that i is got great. a little cheered up i got a little they told us not to take pictures i took pictures <laughs> i hollered in the back like every black auntie at every graduation ever Mm. That's my friend. So if you hear the album, <laughs> that's me. <laughs> and now it can be told, ladies and gentlemen, that's it was Kennedy in the back. I don't care. They can't. What they gonna do? <laughs> How dare you add seasoning to this gumbo? <laughs> Please. That's cool. You're I, welcome, Daryl. Okay. <laughs> that's cool. I'm very happy for uh, Joker Triple that he got a big turnout. Yeah, it was nice. That was pretty dope. Um, you also were busy this week because uh, you attended a meeting on our behalf mm-hmm. of the kickoff uh, for the 10th anniversary Philadelphia Science Fest. Mm-hmm. All right, all right. <laughs> it's just so rewarding in so many ways. Um, first and foremost, to be able to go into that museum in that capacity. The Franklin Institute. Yeah. You know, because I, I remember going as a kid and having a membership at one point. My, my family had a membership and just being like, wow, this place is full of wonder, you know? Mm-hmm. So now I'm sitting on, you know, planning committee meetings almost. Right, 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 right. Being a part of the And when I think about scenes. just in, in our history, Len, in the show, how we were like, should we even try to get on board with this? Is it our place? Is none of us are scientists. We love science, right? We're nerds, but we can't sit there and hold demonstrations. Like, is this a space that we ought to be occupying? And 
been getting into science after hours and now we sit on committees. I was just like, I don't even care that I don't that I don't belong here. I'm here. Like, what's good? Right. right. What's really good? Um, so it was it was neat. Got to see all the different people, all the different organizations, all the different scientists that were going to be involved in bringing all this amazing content in the 10th anniversary of the Philadelphia Science Festival this year. So that'll be great. Um, and, you know, just, just trying to figure out where we can fit in and all this. And I got some pretty good ideas. Yeah, yeah, Um do. Batted them around with you there. <laughs> see what I did? <laughs> I, <see> what did. <laughs> I even do that on purpose. That's how funny I am, son. <laughs> and uh, I'll make sure to, to bat that around with uh, the rest of the triples to um, make sure that we're all in agreement now, now, one thing that you you found out at the at the meeting, which I think is kind of interesting, is that they're going to be doing um, some kind of like thing with all the restaurants cooking with one ingredient. Yeah, so it's called engineered eats. Okay, and what that means is they're going to take they decided on an ingredient, and all the participating restaurants, all the participating bars would have a dish or a drink, or a dessert, or whatever that includes this ingredient. Uh, so this way, they'll be able to uh, ascertain and also demonstrate and explain how this ingredient is able to be chemically broken down uh, through all the different cooking methods or brewing methods or whatever the case may be. Right. It's particularly pertinent because the ingredient that they chose was gifted to Benjamin Franklin during his time here in Philadelphia, um, in which he was able to grow a very healthy crop of and was able to make many different things from this ingredient. Do you know who gifted it to him? Oh, they said it, and I, I don't remember. All I heard was BF, and I was like, oh, that's the boy. <laughs> um, I'm sure somebody can Google it somewhere. Uh, hit us up, Triple Nation, if you if you are on the Googles right now. Um, reach out to us on Instagram because I, uh, it's um, um, Dante fixed my Wi-Fi so I can communicate with you all again. I'm very happy. Yeah, DM us at uh, Black Tribbles on IG and I'll be able to see your responses like Captain Noah. And uh, that ingredient is rhubarb. Ooh, rhubarb. I have no idea what rhubarb tastes like. Me neither. Do you, you have no idea? I've Dante, do you it. know what rhubarb tastes like? Yes, no, no, nobody in modern history knows what a rhubarb tastes like. The only reference I know of rhubarb was in 1989, Tim Burton's Batman, when the Joker was like, son, didn't everyone ever tell you never to rub another man's rhubarb? And I said, ooh. Right. That sounds painful. I don't know what that is, but it's a thing. So I know that there's a rhubarb pie. I know that there's a rhubarb tea. And I can imagine that our dear baker in chief, Pixie Dust herself, I call her that because she's not here to get upset, um, Ariel, aka the Amalgam Triple, aka the Uncanny Triple, aka aka, can think of a rhubarb dish. What is she like? Triple forty-seven. Triple aka forty-seven. Right, yeah, right, something right. like that. Yeah. Um, yeah, I'm sure she can come up with something. I'm reading here, just mind you, this is straight from Wikipedia. It's saying that it, while it is often asserted that rhubarb first came to the United States, it states in the 1820s. It says here that John Bartram was growing medicinal and culinary rhubarbs in Philadelphia from the 1730s. That makes sense. Plant, that lines up. Planting seeds that were sent to him by Peter Collison. So it, it, it may have actually, you know, had Philadelphia roots, which made rhubarb the thing that it is now. Yeah. 
I'm curious of what a rhubarb tastes like. I have no idea. It looks like kale, kind of. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's 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 kind of. It looks like uh, it's it's got a reddish stalk and, and green plumage there. Mm-hmm. I never had rhubarb before. I couldn't even tell you what the consistency is, but I, I'm sure all the different participating. This is what a rhubarb pie looks like. Strawberry rhubarb pie. Raspberry rhubarb pie crisps. There you are, Triple Nation. You can see what our lovely intern has pulled up for you. Is that in focus? Yeah? Hey, look at you. Look at your girl. Hey! So yeah, there's plenty of things. I'm sure Ariel can get something together. And because it's a plant, I'm sure there's probably lots of vegan options and gluten-free stuff for I'm sure for everybody to get down with the get down. So that'll be interesting to oh, see. That's cool. Now the science festival is actually not going to be taking place till next year. Yes, April 16th through 25th. It is a 10-day festival. Mm-hmm. Previously, it's been a nine-day festival, but they figured, hey, it's our 10-year. Gotta make it around. Ten days. There you go. So, Makes sense. Makes sense. Lots of cool stuff. There's gonna be kickoff parties. There's going to be a Fishtown bar crawl. Uh, there's gonna be um, a, a, a science happy hour at the Bourse. There's gonna be the carnival, of course, on that final day. There's gonna be star parties all over the city. Lots of free events. Cool. Um, so it's gonna be a, a rousing good time as usual. Cool. I can't. I can't wait. Once all all of this uh, logistics and everything gets ironed out, we'll share all that information with you and tell you where we will be as part of the Philadelphia Science Festival because the Black Tribbles will definitely have our face all up in the place. Oh, yes. You're going to be like, who are these? Oh, Tribbles. It be you. Cool. Mm-hmm. Heard of you guys? Yes, you have. Um, also, this Sunday. Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. It is the Philadelphia Cami Awards. The 2019 Cami Awards. I know. Are back again. And this year, the Black Tribbles, we are not nominated in the radio um, portion of the Cami Awards. For the first time, we are nominated in the television oh. uh, arena. Oh. And not we, once. But twice. Twice! We have two, nomi- two nominations from, t- from the two segments on the same program. Glenn, look at what our baby has done. I know. This used to be a little, little triple, yes. crammed in some tiny studio in Germantown, and now look at us. Late nights on Friday. Whew. Remember, that's when it started. Oh yes, this was a late night show on a Friday. I remember. I remember. And now look where we are. It's <laughs> just this little show I carried. Speaking of babies, our this weekend. Uh, me and Dante, our intern, who were very privileged to be a part of Comic Con for Kids. Yay! Out at the uh, Philadelphia Expo Center in Oaks, PA. Really had a great time there. Um, we had a lot of cool interviews because uh, Isaiah came up and we sent, uh, went around and did a bunch of interviews. That show is actually going to hit our feed at noon tomorrow. Sweet. So you look forward to to hearing that. And I and Dante was there as part of my niece's comic book club, Simone Shiro's. Mm-hmm. They had a a booth there, and. Dante was there. He was demonstrating his toy photography for any and all kids that were very interested in it. 
in it. And more than a few stopped by to uh, learn how to, to it, Dante had his whole sets out, like these whole homemade, um, like, like, like play sets where he would have his action figures lined up in these very interesting and very intricate um stagings that's so cool and then he teach them how to how to, how to take the photographs and how you, you how you you know select the angles and you may want to change the staging a little bit it was really very cool so it was a very cool time but apparently Dante and you can talk on that mic Dante that mic is up, uh, it's up for you oh all right so I think you yeah you got a mic there okay interns grown what's up because <laughs> You, you you got bent out of shape for something real quick. That, I don't really, <laughs> what's going on? No, I mean, it, no. no, it wasn't bent out of shape. I was, I was messing with you because you were like, well, we're going to go around and do some interviews on Saturday. And I was like, um, I forget the song. I was like, oh, oh making my way downtown, doing interviews, going around with Lynn, doing interviews. And then Lynn just gave me this look. He's like, oh, that look. And the then, bat look, yeah, <laughs> and not not only like a couple hours later, he's like, "Hey, dude, what's going on over here? Got Shimon Sirius, like ah!" And this lady who was right behind him, he didn't see the look. She was like, "Are you hype?" <laughs> and she just kept. It was like that one picture you see when a person's walking by and they don't know, like they're like, "What's going on over here?" I don't think I want to be part of it, so I'm just gonna keep on moving. I'm just looking at this train wreck. Yeah. She just had that look. She was like. Just because she wasn't enjoying herself. Right. But it was hilarious because we were all kind of laughing at the lady. So so he was giving you a hard time for being Joe and then turned around and was Joe himself. I didn't give him a hard time, though. (laughs) He says I gave him a look. I didn't really give him a look. (laughs) What it actually was was that he was singing this song and I thought I was kind of hearing it, but I really couldn't because it was very loud there. Okay. And we were not far from the uh, karaoke stage. Gotcha. So that was even more loud. So it was like people walking around being loud. The karaoke stage with with the speakers being loud. I'm thinking I'm hearing what he's saying. And I'm not quite catching it. So I'm honestly looking at him just trying to catch it. But you know him, the second you even look at him, then he loses all confidence in whatever he's doing. So he just got totally dissuaded. Um, I don't know that because I gave this man a splash of ginger ale and that was it. Well, he didn't. Well, <laughs> he ain't had ginger ale. So he was. Plus, you do have a withering gaze. I don't know. What do you mean a withering gaze? You have a, it's the bat look. It's not, I did not give him any type of look. How do you know? Do you know what you look like? I've seen myself in a mirror. But did you know what you looked like at that given time? No. All right, then. You weren't there. I don't need to be there. I know you. <laughs> I didn't give him a with the ring. I know you, Negro. You gave him a look. <laughs> I, I gave him a look like he couldn't hear him. He went from, he went from Terry Crews in, <laughs> in White Girls to Terry Crews in that Old Spice commercial. Actually, it's not a good analogy. That's really not a good analogy, but I, I think I know where you're going. You know what I'm saying. I know what you're saying, and and I don't think... It, you, he went from Terry Crews in the Old Spice commercial to Kevin Hart in um, anything. I don't know. It's not fun, because he's boisterous, too. You know what I'm trying to say. I was trying to make an now, allegory no, between... Now you've lost <laughs> I was trying to make an allegory between the thing that everybody knows that it's admittedly tragic song from... To <laughs> whatever, screw you guys. <laughs> I'm glad you were able to have fun on Sunday. I was sick in bed. 
Thought I was going to be able to make it, and then woke up, and it sounded like I went through a pack of camels. Yes, the men from uh, Power Comics, the Rivers Brothers, all sent their condolences. To my illness? Yes, they missed you. Oh, they missed you. I'm glad you were able to uh, link up with them. Oh, yes, we linked up with the the, the Power Comics, um, and we had photos, and we put it out there on Instagram and everything like that, but I I made a, a vow to get them into the studio. I mean, they do, you know, a cool comic book series, you know, the Power Heroes and Titan, and they mm-hmm. got a new hero, Nightstick, which is really... Nightstick? Yeah, Nightstick. Hey, that sounds not for children. Was that for children? It's for children. It's uh, for children. Uh, um, Nightstick after hours. It wasn't Nightstick Nights. It was just Nightstick. Oh. Uh, but... Maybe the B-side. But you gotta see... <laughs> you have to see the Rivers Brothers. Yeah. Because the Rivers Brothers are they there's three of them. Collectively, they're as big as the Philly Camp Studio. I mean, and I don't mean big, like, you know Robust. Robust. These are three huge You mean I missed out on th- not one, not two, but three tall men in the comics? Yes. I think I think their mom did not give them Similac. She gave them mass milk. Like, that's what they were birthed on. And I, I swear, they're nothing but it's a head and then muscles. That's, that's this is, all I, it is. I am outraged that I feel, Chris, you should have said you was Husky. I thought you knew that. I didn't know that. Y- yes. Husky is not the word. He has been. They are earth mover. That is, I am upset. He's been um, very uh, active in my comments, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, and not in a you know disrespectful and or creepy way. Just I mean, building my analytics in a way that I can appreciate. You know what I'm saying? Good support. And I was he hit me up. He was like, "Hey, are you going to be at Kids Con this weekend?" And I was like, first no, because I thought I had to work. Then I didn't have to work. I'm like, "Yeah, I'll be there. I can't wait to see you." And then I was like, "Oh no, this cold though." Probably shouldn't be out in the public sounding like this. If he has said, "Oh, by the way," I come from stock like ox. I would have been like, well, guess I'm going to Oaks. <laughs> this is upsetting. Yeah. He could have brought Oaks to you. I mean, they literally are that big. They are. They are. That is, I am. They are huge men. Then yes, we got to get them. When are we having them on the show? Glenn? Well, I told them we we're going to get them. We're definitely going to get them on the show. Um, they want to do like a, a cheesesteak eating thing. So we're going to get them on and do like some cheesesteak. That's like. Wait, this is. Wait a minute. Am I right? I'm serious. Am I? Am I on candid camera? No. No. <laughs> What's a Cuban? Like this doesn't <laughs> no, sound. No, this is not. This is not a comedy bit. This is a real deal. This is a real deal. Yeah, how I, many rings did you see though? And how many diamonds was in them? Were you uh, looking at rings? You weren't looking at left see, hands. I, I don't. I don't look there. What kind of best friend is you, man? You supposed to look? I you, thought you already skipped the territory. No, son. I look when I turned the corner. And saw these three mastodons. I was like, "Oh, this is why Kennedy wants to." I had to. I never. I never knew. I never never knew. knew. (laughs) (laughs) I never knew. (laughs) Here I am being a professional. Yeah, I mean, they literally had an aisle to themselves. I mean, I I lie to you not. Hold the hell. Like shoulder to shoulder to shoulder, they're probably the size of the USS Nimitz. They are. I don't even know what that is, but it sounds big. It's a destroyer I'm a, I'm a look, in the Navy. I'm going to look Chris up, and then I'm going to give him a hard time. Chris Rivers. And they're all brothers. Um, great dudes. 
great. Yeah, he seemed like a cool dude. They're they're really great dudes. Oh my gosh! All right, all right. <laughs> this is just I did not see this. This is. Mm. They, 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 they're see, great dudes. They're it would have been dudes. kids kind for real. You're crazy. <laughs> all right, we got it. We got a, a caller on the line, ladies and gentlemen. And who we have on the line is our very special guest from Verse Comics. It is the ghetto nerd himself, B. Van Randall. H- Hello. Hey, how you doing, man? Hello. Can you hear me? Hello? Hello. I saw him calling, and I hit the call. I hit the phone. Can you hear me? All right, I'm going to drop this down. And if he's listening, give us a call back. Give us a call back. We'll get you in. Phone line 215-923-9776. 215-923-WPPM. We want to get him on, definitely get him on with us. This is, I am upset. There you go. He's calling again. Hey. So let's try this again one more hey. time. Make sure it's ringing. Okay. And there. Hello. Hello, caller. Yeah. Hello, caller. This is Van Randall. Can you hear me? It's not Hello. Through. That's interesting. That's interesting. Not coming through. All right, all right. We're going to try this one other way. Hello. There's a, one other way because I'm going to make this interview happen. Hang on, hang on, Van. Because <laughs> I, I, I feel weird calling him B, and I don't want to call him Ghetto. Hang on, B. Okay. <laughs> hang on, B. <laughs> I guess you're right. That does work. Um, there should be a phone right there. Hand me that phone. I'm having a cheesesteak contest. I don't know if I need to be doing all that. Live radio. Hello, B, can you hear me? Hello? 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 Can you hear me? This is weird. It's not... This is weird. This is... This is... This is disconcerting that this is not working. Um, All right. We're doing it live, ladies and gentlemen, here, WPPM 106.5 FM, Philly Cam Radio. This works every other day and today it doesn't want to be working uh let's see i'm gonna turn off you drop you down don't need you oh okay oh that one i'm about to be like wow cool cool tight 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 all right, all right. <laughs> i turned i i've hung up the phone so that uh I'll hit him up. b can hopefully uh yeah hit him up so see if he can give us a one more try here um you know what hit him up get, maybe we'll call him it will call him get his number and we'll give give him a call Oh, he's he's trying to call us again. Is either that or Isaiah cursing us out? Because <laughs> Isaiah Isaiah worked very hard to arrange this guest. Um, How about now? Can you hear me now? Caller, can you hear me? I can hear you. Can you hear me? Low caller, can you hear me? I can hear you. Can you hear me? Oh no! Hello, 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 hello. Hello. Do you hear me? Up. Phone line is up. Everything is on. I've answered the phone. Yeah, they're trying to get. They're trying to patch me in now. Very disconcerting. Very, very, very disconcerting. All right, you hit him up. You hit up B Van Randall. We're going to see if we can give him a call, ladies and gentlemen. Meanwhile, we're going to take a quick pause for the call. We're going to throw some music on, get everything in line, and then we will be back here on Black Tribbles 
on 106.5 FM Philly Cam, People Power Media, and the city of brotherly love and sisterly affection. We're going to take a pause for the cause with Jacqueline Constance and Good Life. Check it out. We'll be right back. Constance, ladies and gentlemen, the good life. Oh, I love myself some Jacqueline Constance. I love myself some Jacqueline Constance, man. I, I can't, I, I'm not even going to lie. Do you, I, do you need a moment? 
I don't think I've made any secret of it. I cannot get enough of Jacqueline Constance music. Well, yeah, do you need a moment? No, I don't need a moment. Okay. I don't need a moment. So you can take a moment if you need to. I understand. Okay, I hope that we have worked out our phone issues, ladies and gentlemen, because we do have the ghetto nerd himself, B. Van Randall of Verse Comics, on the line. He's on the phone. I was just talking to him, so I know he's there. He does exist. He does exist. There is such a man named B. Van Randall. And he was on the, the whole thing. You have to. Like I mean, a, like a pimp named Slickback. Exactly. Let's see if he can hear us. I'm not. I, I don't know if he can hear us. I can. I can, I can talk into the microphone. B, can you hear me? I can hear you clear. Can you hear me? We're not, we're not hearing him through the board. That is what is upsetting me here. So that means that his his voice is not going out over the the radio for our listeners, and that is. Very disconcerting. That's very disconcerting. That's not seem to be working. Can you hear me okay? Have him turn all the way up. And I know the phone is on. And I know he's there. I was just talking to him. I, I can talk to him now on the phone. I believe you. I can. I don't. I don't think you believe me. Say hi to B Van Randall on this phone. I'm gonna. Daddy. I'm gonna see if I can say hello. Hello. The radio. Hello. Hello. Our listeners. Hi. Hello, can you hear me? You can't hear him. You can't hear him there. Hello? So I wonder if the, Hello? that has something to do with the, 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 uh, our little console here, which I am supposed to hit the on button when the the call is there, and and now all of a sudden he's not there. I don't understand what's happening. And if I hit off, it's going to hang up on him. And I don't want to hang up on him. No, no, no. It's been through a lot. He's been very, very understanding, Extremely though. Extremely patient. I said, I'm sorry about this, bro. And he says, no apologies needed. It's technology. <laughs> Sounds like a really cool dude. He's a very cool dude. Have you seen his picture? Yeah. Oh, yes. I mean, he is literally, I, I wish. I disappointed. Yeah, you did say that when you saw the flyer. You were like, hey. <laughs> well, hello. <laughs> I know. You Excuse did. me while I whip this out. Ow. You did it. You see, that, see now. Now he's like, oh. <laughs> Weird. <laughs> oh, my God. I, see, what is going on? I, I don't want to start pressing buttons. That's the worst thing you could do, start pressing buttons. Sure, sure. Because then, then it doesn't go. We can't hear him. It's like talking about Can you hear me? In the same room. Can you hear me now? Is, as it should be, I'm looking at this board. I know the board Everything is as it should be. So I'm, I'm, I'm sorry. The only thing I can say is that we can't. I don't want to waste his time and and, and the the audience time. What I can do is you can ask him a question and I can text him because we're besties now. <laughs> well, this might be an interesting way to do the Hey, I mean, I mean, I'm not gonna actually text the man. We're not that cool, but I'll, I'll slide in them DMs. <laughs> He's like, what is going on? I mean, the man wore a hat and he wears a hat. Well, listen, he, not everybody can wear a hat. It's true. He was fly with it. He was fly with it. It's true. And, and I wanted to talk about verse comics. I wanted to talk about about Therian, the the comic book uh, series that he that he's putting out. It, it, this is someone else from Detroit. You know, all we knew was all we knew was was Crown. 
Now we know. Now we know Van. We know everybody now. Now we know everybody. That's it. No, I'm sure there's other people in Detroit. Sure, but you know, we've got top piece of bread, and we got the bottom piece of bread. He was sandwiches. Okay. Oh, it's just stacks of meat and cheese in your head. What you want with that? It's just more dirt. Which one is the top piece of bread? I'm not. You're not trapping me in that. You're not be chip chopped if you think. But I'm gonna get in trouble. No, no, sir, not today. No, no. And we just met Crown, Crown, she'll be here in like two seconds. She'll be like, oh, she's downstairs now waiting, listening. Like, I just, I know they about to say something smart. Mm-hmm. I know y'all too. Um, yeah, ladies and gentlemen, I, I really wanted to bring you this interview with uh, B. Van Randall, but unfortunately, the, the technology is failing us. And it looks like we're not going to be able to bring it to you right here on, on the radio. Um, it's on my question. No, no, no. Crown, crown. Should be here. Should be like, what question did you ask? Can we talk to him next week? We got, we got the cold culture, cold coffee culture next week. I know. Double down. Double down. Hot nerds. Let's go. That sounds terrible. I said, so tell me about Verse Comics. When did you start creating content? He said, uh, I started writing comics in 2015. I've been writing since the age of 11. What question is there? Okay. Can we talk to them next? Sliding notes. <laughs> we got, we got the guys from. Shut up. <laughs> Make it weird. <laughs> this is innovation. This is ingenuity. It's, it's ingenuity. Yes, he's been writing since the age of 11. But he started writing comics in 2013. First comics was established in 2016. Okay. Cool, 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 cool. So he always wanted to create his own comics now, but his comics, the theory, has like um. It's not your typical comic book series. It's certainly not. It's not your Shut up. Hero. It's more. 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 It's it's not your typical. Because I read the bio, right? I did my research. Man, he, this man is—he's—he's he's official. I'd like to hear it from the person. Yeah, yeah, he's definitely official. You know what this feels like? This feels like I matched with somebody on Tinder and we're messaging, and I'm telling all my girlfriends as it's happening. Freak over the man's picture. Listen, I didn't freak. I just can appreciate a handsome face when I see one. All right, that's all. Don't don't let him. Get me into trouble, Triple Nation. All right, that's not. There, there's B. Van Randall. Is that in focus there? Whew. I'm even going to forgive that Tiger's hat he got on. Yeah, that that's him, ladies and gentlemen, or ladies. He says, I am very much influenced by Octavia Butler, and thank you for the compliment, sister. <laughs> I'm blushing. <laughs> Boo, you ain't even. I uh, ain't just thought. I mean. I hope he's not also watching this on YouTube because I look way less cool than I said. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, God. So he's inspired by Octavia Butler. Yes, that's awesome. That is really awesome. Yeah, because Octavia Butler, you don't hear a, uh, a name that is referenced. But 
but so much, you know. Um, so give us the thirty se- the elevator pitch on Therion, the comic book. Am I saying that right? Is it Therion or is it? I was uh, Therion makes sense. I was saying Therion. Therion, because T H E R I A N. Correct. Therion. That sounds right. Yeah, you're probably Therian, right. Therion. Therion. I'm sure it probably can go. When we're Ther Ther Ian, but there's no influence. He's, he literally spells phonetically what we both said. I know. <laughs> this is probably for the best because if he sounds like this, the whole thing will be completely ruined. No, he doesn't. He's he's got a very smooth sound. I mean, like he's he, he sounds like he looks. Yes. Yeah, he does. Remember the remember the hotline, the party line back in the day. Be like, hey, you sound hot. Like, mm-hmm. how does a person sound hot? Does he sound hot? If you were, you know, he sounds like a nice looking guy. Like, if you had not seen the picture, you <laughs> might be intrigued about what he looks like. Nah. Yeah. Nah. It does. Because that party line, I know. Just no, I'm telling you. Hot doesn't mean. I'm telling you because I was like, I was like, may I speak to B Van Randall? And he he was like, to say the whole name, B Van Randall. I mean, well, you have to. You have to. I think his parents knew when they named him. Like, they're, they're probably, like, what, Mitzi and... and Bunny and Mitchell? Bunny and Mitchell. <laughs> yeah, ask him, what is his parents' name? I'm not asking him that. That's going to sound creepy for me. I'm asking, he can hear me. I asked it. He said, Therians is about shapeshifters from Africa unwittingly trafficked to America. <gasps> Mickey and Vanessa, you weren't wrong! That's crazy! <laughs> oh, and that's where Van comes from. Hey, oh. I see what's going on there. Oh, okay, all right. So shapeshifters who were, so so this, that's right, because it's historical fiction, so it's back in slave, I, I take, not slave, no, it's, it looked like it's older than slave days, though. It looked like it's back in the Egyptian time. Mm. Uh, maybe, maybe I'm. There's definitely some Egyptian influence I've noticed in a lot of that artwork. Yeah. Um, this perhaps this is uh, it said it advances into the future. So yeah, it's probably talking about the descendants. We don't know because all the books are sold out on the internet. I know, I know. What? Well, that's, you know, a uh, compliment to Van's writing as well as the artwork by Gerald uh, Three, or Threat, um, who is the lead illustrator of verse comics so you know hey that stuff's it, it, they move product right Nothing says wrong it, with it that. goes back and forth from the future and to the 1600s so oh. nice some, some some time jumps there that's cool oh that's for cool. for points of reference mm. yeah and it yeah. makes sense yeah. with yeah. the actual we have no idea what these things are I'm curious how strong is the Afrofuturist uh, community there in Detroit? I mean, we know about Crown, right, and the whole Mechacon scene. scene. But as is, is it really a thing? Does it does he find it to be very vital there? Wasn't um, Tanana Ravi? Oh, geez, I can never pronounce her name properly. And she's we've talked to her, and she doesn't. Tanana Ravi do. Oh, they just tried restarting. Ms. Do. Isn't she from Detroit? I believe originally. Yes. Oh, so yes. Maybe. And so is Simone Missick. She's also originally hey, from Detroit. Hey, maybe, maybe it's a thing. Something in the world. He knows crowns. See, we know all of Detroit. We good. We in there like swimwear, baby. What's good? <laughs> I'm trying to say. I'm trying to get my change of address. Well, you you can't be in Detroit and not know crown. So. Anyway, she know everybody. She makes sure she do. You know. She's how you doing? 
<laughs> um, he says a very strong Afrofuturistic culture in Detroit. See? They love me there. That's love. That's love. That's love. So what is the um, the plan for Verse Comp? Where's the, 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 the name Verse Comp? There's a musical component because on the site not only does it have um, B. Van Randall and Jarrell, 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 Jarrell Threat, mm-hmm. but also there's a musical director as well, Alton James. Yes. So that makes it like a whole other ball of wax. I know these things started off. The story started off in, in comic book form, but I know they're they're trying to translate it into film as and, well. I know a lot of his background yeah. um, was in film, so that'll be interesting to to see how they manage to marry those yeah because sometimes some things especially in comic universes not to use a pun because the verse (laughs) um are great in storyboards right and it's when they start trying to translate it into animation that some of that imagination that you've utilized gets gets lost that's true so i wonder if they're going to to leave it as it as it is um he says verse is very music related uh, they are also partnering with musical celebrities. Ooh. That'll be interesting. Mm-hmm. He's not going to name drop because he's too smooth for that. He is. He is. Mickey and Vanessa raised him right. He don't name drop. I'm, 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 I'm ad-libbing. I don't know if he's actually going to. He's typing. It's very... It's cute. It's cat. It's cute. It's cute. It reminds me of like being in a chat room. It is. It's exactly like that. <laughs> in fact, that's exactly. We are in. Welcome to the Black Tribbles chat room, ladies. Nineteen ninety six. Holla if you hear me. Exactly. Welcome to nineteen ninety six. We have a project, or they have a project with Yuck Mouth from the Lunas. Oh wow. Okay. There's somebody called Yuck Mouth, bro. Yes. Yes, but that's real. That's that's real tight stuff, though. Okay. All right. All this right. person is skilled. Yes. Okay. Yes. Yes. That is official. Mike and Keys, who are Grammy-nominated producers. All right. Van got his stuff together. And got ha-ha. my stuff together. And, and Haha Davis, who's an Instagram star. I don't know. Do oh, I know that name. I know that. Dante is shaking his head, so that means it must be official because Dante be all over Instagram. So, um, all right, all right. So that's so they're already working on a project. Um, and from what I did see of the artwork, I'm like you, Kennedy. I would be curious how it does, how they're able to translate that more into animation. I know they're talking about doing motion comics, which mm-hmm. is kind of like a loose animation. It's not really mm-hmm. full mm-hmm. animation. Um, but it it also, they could send City it, and the comics could act as the storyboards for a live action film. You know, it worked with uh, it worked with Sin City, with uh, Robert Rodriguez. It worked to a degree with Three Hundred for um, uh, Snyder. The, I just Zach guy. Zach Snyder. I couldn't remember his first name. Um, he said, "Yes, that's the intent." See, hey, hey, so here he, we go. So he, he he's he's. Right in there. That's that's sweet. I'm 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 feeling it. I'm feeling everything that they got going on with Verse Comics, out of Detroit. But like you said, Kennedy, the books are out of stock. I mean, its shirts look fly, but we want to read the books. When we gonna get more books, dog? Good. Come on. What's good? Come on, Van. 
Yeah, a name like Van, it's gotta be good. <laughs> yes, you do, boo. <laughs> I mean, you know, because we gotta talk. <laughs> <laughs> Get this camera out of here. <laughs> but to that degree, to that degree, because he is, and this is why he he was so fascinating to to me because. We took on this whole mission of Black Tribbles because we wanted to give a re-identification to the nerd and to the geek. Because while we are, you know, unapologetically geeky and nerdy, we are not the prototypical geek and nerd. And Van also falls in line with that as well. You know, at least as he presents himself now, when you see him all, you know, all slicked out and everything like that, was that always the case? Was he always so put together in his nerddom, or that did that come over time? Hmm, it's an interesting question. Oh, he's typing. Hope he sends us like a grade school photo. Oh, that would be cool. That'd be neat. That'd be cool. Message. Message. <laughs> You've got mail. <laughs> the suspense is coming. Yo, come on, type faster, bro. See, when you were on, on the chat room, you could have a solid 75 to 85 WPM and get that joint out. That's how I got my WPM up. But when you're thumbing it. Yeah. And, you, and you're on live radio. <laughs> <laughs> With a five second delay. He said, over time, he became more comfortable in my nerddom. In his nerddom. <laughs> Why was getting my pronouns mixed up? Mm-hmm. Grew up on Detroit's east side. Oh, you know, over there with them. With, you know, them and them. I know. So you had to have a little swag. Yeah, see, I knew I knew about them. You know what I'm saying? They was out there like, eh. <laughs> <laughs> but the nerdiness was strong. Yeah. What was his swag? Because when I was growing up, like, what got me over was that I was an artist. Mm. So all of my friends would like ask me, you know, like draw them a picture and stuff like that, mm. you know. So I never really, it, that got me over. I, I was cool with people from, from that. So I'm curious with, he said he, you always had to have like a little bit of swag. Because even um, Isaiah last week pretty much, um, no, it wasn't Isaiah, one of Ameramay Media was saying like he he got down with the football team mm-hmm. and that kind of like kept Corey. him it kept him like kind of safe yeah you know what I mean so I wonder what was Van's swag that kept him out of like like the clutches and stuff right I think we all kind of had to learn that you do I didn't learn mine till much later oh really oh yeah no see mine was my art and then when I got to high school when because I I acted so they saw me up on the stage yeah no I know that added to them. Everything, really? everything I did was like nerd. <laughs> Just one, one more blow. This <laughs> nerd. This nerd. This was singing. <laughs> you be knowing stuff too. Pat pat. <laughs> you can't sit with us. Like okay. Excuse me. Mm. That's why I couldn't make it to Power Rivers Mountain. Well, you were b- busy running around on your Palapanese. I mean, your polo ponies. What? Weren't you on? Didn't you do polo? Play polo? I did not play polo. I thought you weren't you on like polo ponies. I did not play polo. Polo. I did horseback ride, 
I didn't play polo. Oh, you didn't play polo? Polo Polo was not cricket. No, No. cricket does not require a horse. What's the what's the the game that requires a horse? Polo. You're right, but I didn't. Polo wasn't accessible. No. No, I had to horseback riding. Yeah, just just I was an equestrian. There it is. (laughs) Shut it up. Oh, so he, I mean, he was in there like somewhere. He says in middle school was art and writing, but in music was high school. What you play? Yeah. I like saying things and seeing the typing thing come up. It's weird. It's odd. I like it. <laughs> oh, God. Let's see what Kenny's going to be doing tonight. Shut up. <laughs> I would never infringe upon our professional arrangement. That's mm-hmm. hip hop. You play an instrument in hip hop? You don't play an instrument. I mean, in I was he like, he bars. Said music. Oh, oh, oh. Okay. He had bars. Because again, because I bet he wasn't DJ and he had bars. They were like, see, nerd. <laughs> Just <have> flashbacks to. <laughs> but if your ner- if your nerd comes off flying your rhymes, you you good. You good. You good, you good with it. Nope, I'm not doing any of that. What if you wow. link your pants? She a nerd and she a white girl too? Nah, son, get out of here. <laughs> Guys, obviously I am not Caucasian. That is physically impossible. Are you using the eyes that you're using from birth? Like, come on. <laughs> you're listening to WPPMLP Philadelphia, ladies and gentlemen. We are having a, a very interesting first time. We're, we're breaking new ground here on Black <laughs> Tribbles as we're having a text interview with B. Van Randall. Sitting them DMs, yeah. <laughs> Out of Detroit <laughs> with Verse <laughs> Comics. DMs. <laughs> 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 but we're having a great time. You can find out all That's about fine. Verse they Comics. Go, they can go back and watch it later. USA.com. Find out all about their, uh, their great comic book series, Therian, which is out of stock, but will be more uh, from uh, Therian. Well, well. So look forward to that. Um, ask, ask Randall because... He can hear you. I'm not even here. I'm only... I'm on this side of the veil. I'm just, you know, pointing out the numbers like... What's her face from Stranger Things? You know, you know, something dawned on me the other day. When I was at Comic-Con for, for kids, me, I was talking to uh, the artist Jamar Nicholas, right? Volume one is in stock, he says. Okay, there you go. Volume one is in stock. There you go. So you can get that, ladies and gentlemen. You can start the story right at the beginning. Versecomicsusa.com. Check it out. So I was talking to Jamar, and we're talking about how when you see each other in the streets here in Philadelphia, you know, you'd be like, yeah. Yeah. Which apparently New York has, has like, taken from us. Yeah. They took it from us. I heard about that. Someone tried to argue me at work the other day. They're like, that's a New York thing. I said, ho, 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 time no, no, out. No, no, that's Philly. Ho, put the maxes down. First of all, what you're not about to do is disrespect me in my face like that. That's one. Two, that is ours. That is all Philly. So I'm curious, what is it in Detroit? When you, like, when he's walking up the street and he see Crown, well, Crown, you probably got a genuflect. But if, when you see somebody that you, <laughs> you know, just like an offering. The geek in your neighborhood. What do y'all say? Do y'all do they like yeah? Or is there like a, a Detroit specific call? It's gotta be some school. Yeah, yeah, with bands, gotta be. Like, hey. I mean, I don't, I don't know. Call it. Um, I don't even. I can't even approximate a Detroit accent to even. Yeah, like, I don't know guess. Enough. I don't know enough. Yeah. Detroitians, Detroiters, Detroisers. They probably. They probably don't even. Have, they probably just lift eyebrows at one another. To the chin. 
Yeah, the chin. Not to be confused with the chin down. The chin down is acknowledging a stranger, but the chin up is you know the person, but you don't have time to speak. Did you know that? I did not know that. Oh, yeah. And if you get the two confused, it could be a weird interaction. I did not know that. That's oh, yeah. You never did that before? No. You you no. chin down somebody that you know you don't know, but you're acknowledging their presence and don't necessarily need to speak to, right? But, like, so if you see another, like, if you're in a sea of white people, right, and you see another black person, give the chin down, like, I see you, right? But if you know this black person, then it's a chin up. I never knew that. I ne- I did not. Did, did was were you aware of this, Dante? Dante was not aware of this either. I promise you, get the two mixed up next time. It's gonna be weird. That the, like somebody gonna, gonna come come for my chin? People gonna look at you like I don't know. I don't know this. If you give them the the chin up and you don't know them, they're gonna look at me funny. They're gonna be like, I don't. Do I know? Oh wow, that's interesting. That's interesting. Or if you give it the chin down to someone you know, that's like I don't have time to be bothered with. It's almost dismissive. Well, how do we treat Van Randall? Because we don't know him through text. <laughs> okay, how do the rest of us? <laughs> he says, LOL, I'm not aware of a Detroit call in Detroit, but outside of Detroit, we recognize each other like family. It's crazy. In the city, nothing. But outside of Detroit, hey, you from Detroit? And a sense of excitement. It's like they've got a spite. They've got a Detroit sense. Well, yeah, but that's the way it is. Like, if you go someplace and you, like, rep for Philly, everybody's just like, yo, Philly! As soon as you open our mouths, you can well, tell somebody. Like, there's no. That's very true. There's no way. That's very true. That's very true. We're not going to keep this man on 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 uh, keep his thumbs working overtime, ladies and gentlemen. So Van, well, okay, the rest of us are not going to keep his thumbs working overtime. Wow, why you got to put me out there like that? How do you know I wasn't talking about Dante? Um, because <laughs> Dante's not thumbing Van right now. I. <laughs> Can't take me nowhere. <laughs> the time has come to make Mr. B. Van Randall. Of the Detroit Vandals. Yes. <laughs> Vanessa's son. Mm-hmm. Make Mickey it- and them. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Mickey's kid. Hey, hey, oh, hey, oh, hey, oh, hey. Oh. You're hey, that's Mike. Mr. Randall to you. Hey, hey. 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 <laughs> yeah, that, yeah, that's a Detroit accent. Is it? Uh, oh. I have no idea. It's time to make him one with the Tribble Nation. So that means that Van has to choose his Tribble designation that indicates where he's geeky. Like, I'm Bat Tribble. Mm-hmm. I'm a huge Batman fan. Kennedy is Storm Tribble. Crack boom. We have Super Tribble, Super Saiyan Tribble, the Master Tribble, the Uncanny Tribble. We have no Tribble at all. We've got a little Tribble on my chin. We've got a Tribble called Quest. Big Tribble in Little China. Diary of a Mad Black Tribble. Ain't I a Tribble? Yes. We, so Tribbles come in all shapes and sizes, and people get very creative with it. So, Van, first, if you had to say, if you had to nail down what you're most geeky about, um, what would you say that would be? And then in commemorance of that, or maybe not at all, what would be your Tribble designation? Mm. He's not typing. He's probably thinking. He's thinking it. Oh, there he goes. Let's see how I'm ready, you think? Well, Isaiah's pretty good at vetting the guests and giving them the heads up about mm-hmm. joining the Tribble Nation. I'm going to scroll back. See what Isaiah said to him. Um, let's see. Are superpowers possible? 
in terms of triple designation, sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah, sure. Have if he's a lightning bolt triple, I'm going to lose my mind. <laughs> I tend to believe they are in real life. I do, too. That's where his geek lies, I'm assuming. That's cool. That's cool. I think we lost one of our supermen uh, uh, late last Cummings. night. Elijah Cummings. Yeah. Sad face. So what would your dribble designation be, then? Van. B. Van Tribble. <laughs> B. Yourself. He says, hmm. Did he really type? Yes, I love onomatopoeias. <laughs> Let me think. Come on, no, we ain't got that kind of time, bro. Like, I'm kidding. I'm not rushing you. You take as much time as. I'm behaving. Stop. I didn't say a word. You ain't got to. I know what you're saying without saying it. Stop looking at me in that tone of voice. I hate you. I'm behaving. Supernatural triple. We definitely got one, don't we? We have a supernatural triple. Sorry, my friend. We definitely do have a supernatural triple. You got you to get more creative than that, oh, man. Yeah, come yeah. on, man. Come on. Dig. I mean, come on. You started your own comic book line. You know what I mean? You got bars. You going to come with supernatural? You can do better. Come on. Come on. Even, even if we didn't have one, I wouldn't let you just settle on that one. Ooh. Come on. Wow. Come on, you gotta show Detroit do Detroit diligence. Yes. Do, do Detroit them proud. Do diligence. Kepler triple. Ooh. We don't have a Kepler triple. No, we don't. No, I, Dante's going to check. But as Dante's checking, why Kepler triple? Yeah, I was about to ask. Is that like Kepler radar because you like storms? <laughs> or is it a different kind of Kepler? It's, it's asking for a friend. <laughs> I'm glad it's just you here tonight, Len. I couldn't be like this in front of the, the children's. <laughs> Oh, because Kepler is the Earth-like planet light years away. Oh, I like that. But it's not official. No, it is not. Not until you take the triple oath of allegiance. I don't know. I don't know how. (laughs) The possibilities of what is on Kepler are endless. Oh, I like the way he thinks. So do I. Uh, this will be very interesting. How can he take the triple oath of allegiance? Um, he can type it. He can type it. Type what? You you say it. You be soft. Okay. And so, then I'll reply as he replies. All right. So I will be his voice. So type after me. <laughs> he said okay. <laughs> he, yo. Van, you got to give it up. This is already best interview ever. Ever! <laughs> okay. All right. I'm a triple furry. Typing, typing, typing. Typing, 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 typing. I'm a triple furry. I'm a triple true. Typing, typing, typing. <laughs> ah, I'm a triple true. From the way I roll, 
This is our first, I think, mail-in. <laughs> From the way I roll to the way I coo. Typing, typing, to the way I coop. So shall it be said, so shall it be done. Yeah. Randall, big ghetto nerd. He is now from more Kepler Tribble inside the Kepler Tribble. Oh, I got exclamation points. <laughs> <laughs> this is so cool. It's like he's chatting to us from space. <laughs> this is so dope. Because he's Kepler Tribble light years away. He is. But he's only in Detroit, ladies and gentlemen. He's only in Detroit. So you come out to Philly. We get out to Detroit. We got to bust it up with one another, Van. Thank you for being so accommodating through all of the technical difficulties. Thank you for taking the time to uh, speak and chat with us. We really appreciate it. VerseComicsUSA.com, ladies and gentlemen. Check them out. Real cool dude. The Ghetto Nerd, B. Van Randall. Thank you so much, good sir. He says, thank you, my pleasure. And yes, whether we come out to Philly or he comes out to Philly or we go out to Detroit. We will make it so. Mm-hmm. Be well, my friend. Have a good evening. I got I got praise hands, a couple claps. Yeah. I love emojis. See, this is what this is what technology is for. Nice. His mama raised him right. That's what she did. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's what he did. Thank you so much. We're going to let you go, bro. Alright, that was cool. That was pretty cool. We made it work. Hey. Well, that's what happened when you got mommy and daddy tripping. We're gonna make it work. We're gonna make it do what it do. Oh. Shoot. That's what we do here on Black Tribbles. I said you're the best. He goes, you too. What? <laughs> Don't make it weird. We're not. Um, <laughs> we're going to take one more short pause for the cause, ladies and gentlemen. Um, and then we're going to be back. We're going to try to get into This Week in Geek History. And we'll try and come up with a triple of the week. And come up with some dares for the WPPM fundraising drive right here, live on Black Tribbles, 106.5 FM, People Power Media, Philly Cam. Stay tuned. We'll be right back. Jacqueline Constance, Orange Moon, ladies and gentlemen. I told you I can't get enough of Jacqueline Constance. uh, It's twice in one night, you double dipping. Look, look. She's such a perfectionist that she won't put out, you know, her album until it's like, like, well. Of course. So As it should be. So, uh, but I'm sitting here jonesing. (laughs) Leaving. I'm jonesing, man. Her and, her and, 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 uh, Alexa Gold. 
Alexa was just in Amsterdam and wow. Okay. And somehow managed to finesse her way into somebody's studio. I know. I was like, that does not surprise me. I know. Anyway, we're back here on Black Tribbles. Ladies and gentlemen, 106.5 FM. The phone lines are open, 215-923-9776. 215-923-WPPM. We want to hear from you because the WPPM fundraising um, drive is going to be coming upon us very shortly, October 30th through November 13th. Two weeks of fundraising here at Philly Cam, the Philly Cam Radio. And it's, it's important for us to make that distinction because... While Philly Cam is a community access TV um, channel here in the city of brotherly love, <clears throat> the radio station, a community radio station, exists solely on the support of our members and donations like you. The radio station falls under a, a totally different purview under the, the business structure of Philly Cam. In such that any uh, most of the monies that come from grants and things of that nature into the organization have to go towards the community uh, public access television station. So the radio station, we only exist because of you. So that's why once a year we take two weeks and have this fundraising drive so that we can keep the lights on keep bringing you this very very vital content that you hear not just us knuckleheads here on the black tribbles but there are a lot of um a lot of community activist shows here on Philly Cam. There are a lot of music that you will not hear on commercial radio. It's played only here on Philly Cam. There are a lot of talk shows that are speaking to the people in the neighborhood. All of these small organizations speaking to people around the world, introducing Philadelphia to a whole new audience around the world via uh, the internet. Um, And that's, that's all because of your input. We really appreciate it. So October 30th through November 13th is WPPM's annual fundraising drive. And for the third year in a row, the Black Tribbles want to be a big part of it. Now, for the past two years, we did our Disrobing for Dollars campaign, which were wildly successful. But we wanted... Y'all love y'all some naked Tribbles. They seem to love the naked triples. They they, they they seem to love seeing Randy naked because he's the one that's gotten the most disrobed of all of us. Um, Eric got naked last time. Oh, that's right. Well, they seem to like the guys. The guys have gotten naked. I kind of appreciate that. I appreciate it too. It's kind of cool. It's kind of cool. Um, but the best was when you had. Forgive me, I can't remember that gentleman's name, but. You had Erica from the, the Brown Girl Experience, and then one of the other hosts. Oh, Allie Hackett. You had was it Allie Hackett? It was Allie Hackett. Yeah. He said, "Y'all ain't telling me we were supposed to." Yes. I was like, "Oh, he ain't telling you we were supposed to." He said, "I'm gonna take my shoes off." <laughs> I told that boy, that man, nine times mm. that this was what it was. He was like, "Hell no." <laughs> <laughs> but he had fun though, because he definitely hit me up. Because yeah, because I couldn't make it that uh, for. For that I was out of town. Len said, "Listen, we all gonna get naked for money, 
I ain't going to be there, though, so have fun. <laughs> Look, the year before, I was the one that was sitting here with feathers, and that was it. True. So I, I did my duty. You know what I mean? So, but, so this year, we want to switch it up. We want to switch it up. And this year, we're going to be introducing the Wheel of Dare. Now, what this is, ladies, ladies and gentlemen, it is an actual wheel. I, I've actually looked at it. I've seen it. It's got a clicker and everything. It stands on a pedestal and you spin it and you got to do the dare. And we're going to have a whole wheel of dares that you can donate to get the triples. One of us, all of us, we're going to see if we can get some special guests to sit in here in the studio with us again to take on this challenge to raise this money for WPPM. It's going to be the Wheel of Dare. But we've got to come up with dares. We've got to come up with some cool dares. And Kennedy has shared with us at, at, uh, as we were closing out last week and reminded us this morning, me and um, me and Dante in the green room, you're a little, you got a thing with dares. Yeah, I hate them. You don't do dares. No. It's never worked out well for me, ever. Really? Ever. Ever. Was there one specific moment where this dare just went wrong? All of them. You ever play Truth or Dare, and you're in a group, and your crush is in it, and the guy who crushes on you is not your crush? You'd be like, uh, you pick Dare, and they'd be like, I dare you, and that a-hole in the group dares you to kiss your the guy who crushes on you but not the one that you got a crush on yeah yeah well i mean but that's i mean okay but that happens yeah that doesn't mean it doesn't work out i mean that's you know i'm telling you i've never had a pleasurable experience from dares okay so we'll say that that dare is off the table so there won't be a dare you to kiss Someone that you crush on. Yeah, because that'd be weird in here anyhow. But it's all, I'm just saying, like, dares in general have always, even dares that have been like, hey, I could do this. It's just been bad. Like, hey, I dare you to jump off this ledge. <laughs> not punk, I'll jump off this ledge, not knowing how far that drop was. Oh, yeah. Well, we want to hear from you, ladies and gentlemen. I'm going to do it. I just think I just ain't gotta like it. We want to hear your ideas for the dares that you want the triples to take on. You can hit us up. Phone lines are open 215-923-9776. 215-923-WPPM. Or you can text them to us if you're following us on YouTube. You can text them on there. Kennedy's also got, I believe, um what you got popping over there? Text message. Are you looking at one of our social medias? No? I mean, I can. I'm sitting here on my triples after my uh, 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 This Week in Geek History. Okay. All right. So, so. Forgot about me. No, I didn't. Well, I was going to go to you now. Okay. All right. Hold on. Dante's got something to say. Da- Dante's got something. Da- Dante's got something. What, what you got, Dante? Uh, uh, George Carmona said ice bucket. An ice bucket. So you got to take. Okay. All right, so an ice bucket could we get a tarp for that. Do you get it? We can get a tarp in here, and we've got to douse somebody with with an ice bucket, so that that could work. That's that's a cool dare. That's a good dare. That's one. So so we'll we'll keep track of that. That's a good one, George. I like that one. Uh, ice bucket challenge in here. We'll have we'll add that to the wheel. Um. So hit us up, ladies and gentlemen. Let us know. And meanwhile, while you do that, we ooh. You could have 
dare somebody to do lens makeup. Lens makeup? So do me up in makeup. But is that really a dare? So the dare is for me to wear makeup. Or any of the guys to wear makeup. So the dare is for any of the guys to be get done up in makeup live you on can, studio. You can, you can dare you all to shave your, your facial hair. That's a that's a big number. That's a big that's a lot. Well, of money. I think somebody had actually thrown out the idea of like, shaving heads. That's not shaving happening. Shaving heads. I tell you right now, that's not gonna happen. Randy's gonna say hell no. I'm gonna say hell well, no. Randy's definitely gonna say hell no. So, you know. But I, I think the rest of us would be like, you know, even Ariel probably wouldn't even you know, like okay. But yeah, uh free haircut. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> as long as I get to choose the barber. Right. You know what I mean? Um but facial hair is, is 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 cool. I would do the makeup thing. I think a good cool dare is we'll, we'll table this. We'll table this. We gotta we gotta get to this week in geek history. So without any further ado, ladies and gentlemen, let us go here. I hope you know how very lucky you are to know me, since I'm so incredibly incredible. to this week in Geek History. History. On October 14th, 1977, Atari releases, releases their video computer system known at the time as a VCS and later as Atari 2600. 2600. It took two years for the VCS to gain traction, but by 1979, it was the best-selling gift of the Christmas season. October 14, 1964, Martin Luther King Jr. is the youngest man to win the Nobel Peace Prize. On October 15, 1878, Thomas Edison and a group of investors formed the Edison Electric Light Company. Of course, we all know his technology was stolen from Nikola Tesla, but what we don't know is that Nikola Tesla was a eugenicist and a racist, so screw them both. <laughs> October 15th, 1966, the Black Panther Party, originally the Black Panther Party for Self-Defense, uh, was a revolutionary political organization founded by Bobby Seale and Huey P. Newton in October 1966 in Oakland, California. At its inception, the Black Panther Party's core practice was its armed citizens' patrols to monitor the behavior of officers of the Oakland Police Department, a practice later known as cop-watching, and the challenge police brutality in the city. And last but not least, born on October 17, 1956, everybody's favorite space bay, May Carol, excuse me, Dr. May Carol Jemison was born. She was an American engineer, physician, and former NASA astronaut. Dr. Jemison became the first black woman to travel in space when she served as a mission specialist aboard the Space Shuttle Endeavor. This Week in Geek History, brought to you by just the two of us. We can make it if we try, just the two of us, you and I. Wow. Back to you, Len. Thank you very much, Kennedy, for that This Week in Geek History sure. uh, report. Sure. It's pretty dope of you. Um, it goes without saying, ladies and gentlemen, uh, that we also had some uh, another um, 
event that happened this week in geek history and it happened actually this week it happened actually today with the passing of elijah eugene cummings um who served on the united states house of representatives for maryland from 1996 until his uh his death today on october 17th he faithfully served the district of Baltimore County, um, more specifically the city of Baltimore, and was um, a vital force in civil rights, um, also has been making the his name as the chair of the Committee on Oversight and Reform in the U.S. House of Representatives, where he has been instrumental in the ongoing impeachment inquiry that is uh, going on. Um, I'd say a strong candidate for triple of the week. I'd, I second that. I'd, I can't see how anyone else could uh, be recognized as triple of the week. Uh, so we represent... Elijah Cummings, a.k.a. Baltimore Tribble. Cool. As our Tribble of the Week designee. Um, Job well done, sir. Rest well. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you very much. I'd also like to shame all of the media outlets who did not do their homework and confused him with John Lewis and gave all of us heart attacks this morning. Yeah, a lot of people did. A lot. Of, I, well, I I did see one person that that did that, but I, and I would imagine if they did, then you know, others. There's a would. there's a handful. Yeah, yeah. No, that, it's not it's not John Lewis. It was Elijah Cummings um, who passed away. Um, yeah. So here's our triple of the week, Elijah Cummings. Justifiably so, here on Black Tribbles. All right. Kennedy, yes. before I get into the dare, you had something that you wanted to bring up. Oh, yes. Let's go for the dares first, though. Let's get that out of the way. Okay, so I've to... got a dare. Okay. On air, getting hair waxed off your body. Now, I'm not talking about a bikini wax or anything like that, but I'm talking about just getting, like, wax on your arm or 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 um, your leg something like that I'll do a pit wax a pit okay an armpit armpit never done that before the armpit that'd I be cool I could let that grow out for you yeah so so I think that's try I think that's it. a cool dare try to keep you know both the lawn and the shrubbery trimmed there you go but. I also think another cool dare. This is another cool dare. This is another cool mm-hmm. dare. Mm-hmm. Another cool dare. Mm-hmm. Two, two cool dares. Mm-hmm. Two cool dares. Oh, definitely two. 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 Definitely two cool dares. Not two. one. Definitely two. More Not than one. one. More than one. Not quite three. One plus one. Definitely, definitely more than one. First one. I have to take a shot of hot sauce. What is y'all? What's up with y'all on this hot sauce stuff? Because it's it, it it's it's hard, man. Ugh. Either either a shot of hot sauce or a shot of castor oil. Castor oil. Have you ever tasted uh, taken uh, castor oil is good for hair regrowth? Maybe, but it's disgusting. 
mean, why two two disgusting things? Because it's there. Why not do a shot of something like uh, I don't know what? Uh, something that you don't mind taking a shot of? Something that you wouldn't take a shot of? Well, you don't want to kill anybody. No, that's not. Well, you think hot sauce and castor oil ain't gonna kill somebody? It's not gonna kill. Oh, maybe it should be a mixture of hot sauce and castor oil. I'm not even gonna acknowledge that. Um, maybe it should be something like. Something that is viscous enough to actually shoot, but not not uh, something that you would An shoot. Egg? No, ew. Salmonella much? Um, Pepto-Bismol? You're not supposed to recreationally take drugs, Len. Is that a drug? Yeah, it's sold at a pharmacy. It's, it's medicinal purposes. I bought it at the supermarket. Oh, <laughs> it's got milk of magnesia. So what are you thinking? What are you thinking? What are you thinking? What are you thinking? Like tomato juice or something. Clamato juice. Clamato juice? What you ever had clamato, clamato juice? That sounds like something that you get if you walk into the wrong part of town. What is clamato juice? <laughs> Not that stuff. It, clamato juice is a thing sold in little tin cans. Mm -hmm. It's like clam and tomato juice. It's like clam juice. That's really a thing. It's clamato a thing. juice. Okay, shots of clamato juice. Yeah. I'm down. I'm down. There you go. There you go. Clamato juice. All right. Then my other dare, my other dare, is to eat a whole tin of sardines in a minute. Hell no. Nah. Yeah. Nope. Why not? You couldn't pay me to eat sardines, bro. Or, okay, how about this? And then, no anchovies, neither. Okay, no anchovies. Eat as, you have to eat 10 deviled eggs in a minute. I'm with that. I make a mean deviled egg, too. So you gotta eat yeah, 10? Actually, you know who makes a really good deviled egg? Who? No I trouble at all. Oh, does she? Like, I've never tasted her cooking. Legendary. Your mother's cooking. Yeah? You think She's she makes not allowed to go to parties without a tray of deviled eggs. See, that's my friend Pam. My friend Pam makes great deviled eggs. So you think your mom would make some deviled eggs for for the um, fundraising campaign? I could ask. If she can make a platter of deviled eggs, you got to eat 10 deviled eggs in a minute. That's a cool dare, right? We're going to be farting. That's, that's the fun. Oh, my God. Oh, and if it starts happening while we're on the air, someone's got to can it and light it on fire. Yes. That's the big dare. There you go. Mm, that's the bonus dare. There you go. $2,000. $2,000. Gets us to light a canned fart on fire. We got some. We got somebody else. Go. Your mic's off. Go ahead, Dante. Um, so they said, uh, George said, also said, get a henna tattoo, chaka toy style. I'm not sure if I was saying that right. Chaka C-H-A-K-O-T-A-Y. Chakotay. Chakotay, yeah. Mm. Oh, Chakotay style. So that's a henna tattoo on, on your face. face. He wants to give us a semi-permanent Mike Tyson. Ah, uh, see. People see, got jobs, George. Well, like, I mean, I could get away with that. But it also... Mm. What, you, what are you about to say? What are you about to say, Ken? No, it's because it's going to sound bad, and I don't mean it to sound bad. I know, but say it. <sighs> it would blend. <laughs> Not necessarily. Not necessarily. Um, 
uh, Lily Trouble got a henna tattoo when we were on when we went away on vacation, and it showed very nicely on her on her hand. So, but I think the only one of us who probably would have to be exempt from that would be Isaiah and Eric. Just thinking about their jobs, their jobs probably would not be cool with him having that tattoo on his face. Um, but my job wouldn't be okay with that either. Really? At the axe throwing place? The piercings are one thing. Face tattoos are something else. Really? Yeah. Okay. We have some. Just because we throw axes doesn't mean we're complete savages. I like that idea, though. I mean, and there's at least enough of us, me, Kennedy, I mean, me, Ariel, and Randy could get away with it. You know what I mean? So... That's not a bad idea. That's not a bad idea, George. Table it. I'm gonna table, we'll table it. We'll table that one. I kind of like that. I kind of like that. Getting a, uh, daring to get a henna tattoo. But then you've got to get a henna artist in here, though. Yeah. Um, but we could probably make that happen. Um, I like that one. I had a, I, I had one that was formulating in my head. Um, like I'm trying to figure out like how you could work it. Like maybe if like. If like every time somebody says tribbles, then somebody has like a, pee- like a Pee Wee's Herman's word of the day. We got to yeah. scream real loud. Yeah. Or something, but that's I, I mean that's participation. Yeah, I know. I don't know. I can't think of it. Well, what was this thing that you wanted to bring up, Kennedy? Because I don't want I don't want to. So, I was thinking because you were batting around the idea of a uh, tribbly. If we were going to have one this year, should we have one this year? What would we do if we did have one? Mm-hmm. And I was thinking, in light of how the stand-up comedy community, there's a lot of, a lot of syllables in there, came out for Daryl last night, and how many of those friendships I have been able to cultivate, cultivate with you know, alongside him or because of him or through him or. Shout out to Key from Up the Block. Key from Up the Block and from the comedy join has introduced me to a, a, a whole handful of people. Uh, Daryl and him honing his, his set has introduced me to a whole bunch of people. And I thought, how cool would it be if we had a, a benefit stand-up show? Right? Because we're still doing Socktober all month. Drop-off locations at Philly Cam and Amalgam Coffee and Comics. New socks, please. Um, and why not stay on that? Right, do a benefit concert. We charge. I don't know that. We'll come to that when we get there. But you know, we charge an admission fee, right? Uh, Have like raffles and other type of things going on at the event, and and find a cause, a worthy cause to donate uh, these funds raised towards to make someone's holiday a little bit brighter. Sure. I mean, but we could roll it into the whole October thing and donate it to a homeless. We could. Yeah. We could. Um, I was thinking maybe more along the lines we could uh, find um, like a, a food kitchen or a food organization that, that does something mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. to kind of branch it out there. Uh, I have a handful of comedians. Ooh. Don't go ahead. What are you saying? Well, thinking about like a soup kitchen a soup kitchen might be interested if we did like a, a you know a benefit comedy concert mm-hmm. and did it there at the soup kitchen maybe sounds like an extra step to facilitate though we'll, we'll, we'll hash out the, we'll hash out the details 
right? Because a lot, a lot of those places don't actually have. I was thinking of donating to like an, a local organization that does stuff a little bit more, like on the streets based, than mm-hmm. having someone come in. Because sometimes that doesn't reach everybody. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? A lot of those organizations will go to like. There's a the one that goes to Love Park. Yeah. And they feed folks there. I don't know if they have an actual location to do that. Is what I'm saying. I, well, we're, we're batting that around. We're we're just steamballing here. Steamballing, steamrolling, snowballing, <laughs> teabagging, whatever. Um, I uh, certainly not that. Not that you don't like tea. <laughs> How do you take your tea? Oh, you're German town. He takes his tea in a little little this metal steam thingy with it looks like a ball with holes in it. Whatever that's called. George will look it up. Um, my point is, <laughs> we could do this benefit concert. I have a handful of comedians off the top of my head that I think would be really, really good for that. Um, and I think it would be especially cool because they're all black comedians. One of them is a magician. Um, there's a handful of women in there. Um, obviously, i got to reach out to these people to see if they would be both available and interested in doing that. But I, I wanted to pitch it to you. And really, everybody else, but it's just me and you. Um, this is something that we, we might be able to do. Obviously, get Keith from up the block involved because of his nerdy by nature stuff. And he's right up the block. Yeah, you know. And uh, probably pull some talent from the comedy joint, some some talent from the stand-up at Fergie's. Um, I wonder, it's, it sounds like a great idea. Um, something that... It, that- is pretty much low tech, so it's something that we can, even though we're already in the middle of October, we can still pull off for the holiday season. So um, I like it. I like it. Let's let's like uh, kick it up the flagpole and see what happens. Okay. All right. Cool. I put some feelers out there. I hit up my, my young bull, Frank. Everybody's favorite young bull. What up, young bull? Um, he's a funny dude. I was actually trying to get him on the show because he's hilarious. Um. But he hasn't gotten back to me because, you know, young bull stuff. But anyway, um, yeah, 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 yeah. I thought that would be that would be neat. Something different. Pretty dope. Uh, I like that. I like the idea. Let's make it so. So we, we will work hard on, on doing that. And as Kennedy mentioned, ladies and gentlemen, all during the month of, of October, it's Socktober here Socktober. on the Black Tribbles. Uh, we are taking donations of new socks. We got drop-off points here at the uh, studios of Philly Cam and as well as the Malcolm Comics and Coffee House where you can drop off new socks that we will be donating to the homeless because that is one of the best one of the big things if not the biggest thing they are always on the look for are new socks yeah it's it's that and like hygiene products feminine hygiene products in particular yeah. um, but I figure let's cover a wide base mm-hmm. and go for socks um, shout out to the Triple Scouts for dropping some stuff off earlier this week Andrew and Alicia pretty dope yes, they're just the Triple Scouts they are the bestest we need to find that needs to be a thing Triple Scout like do what you want to get sashish for them I mean, I mean why not like it's like it looks like an ambassador program, but but not right. Ambassador makes it feel I don't know because they've they've unlocked so many badges so far. They like, have. We should have triple badges, and if you want to be a triple scout, you know it, it's one step up from taking the induction and the salute. Okay. All right. No, no, you don't like my idea. I like the idea. I like the idea. You I sound, just you sound annoyed. I don't. I'm. I, I am not annoyed at all. Not you sound. Annoyed. You sound terse. <laughs> I'm not terse. I like the idea. I do like it. I do like it. So I'm. I'm with it. I'm with it. 
So yeah, it's 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 October, ladies and gentlemen. Go to Amalgam or Philly Cam and drop off some new socks. So we want to be making that donation. All right. Thank you very kindly. Appreciate you. We really do. All right. Back to the dares. <laughs> These are things. These are things. These are things that we we gotta come up with. Like this wheel has like about twenty different slots, mm-hmm. so we've gotta come because it's a nice size wheel. So we've gotta come up with at least twenty cool days. I got one. All right. So here's what we do. Yes. You know how you play pinata? You put a blind, blind blindfold on somebody and you spin around and you give them a stick and they gotta beat the crap out of the pinata. We're gonna take half of that. Put a blindfold on somebody, spin and, them around. And they got to beat up Isaiah? No, nah, because I'm not trying to, I don't want no parts of that. Um, not because I'm scared of him, I'm scared of Cat. I figure we put a blindfold on somebody, spin around, and they have to guess which triple they're touching. Above the waist, obviously, because this is a family freaking show. Triples of the kids, you know what I'm saying? But that'd be cool. No, that's not bad. It says more for a YouTube thing, right? Those who are watching, it's definitely visual. Um, gets us out of our chairs. I'm, I'm. The, it does get us out of the chairs. The only thing is, that I'm thinking about. We do all have like distinct body types. You know what I mean? Like none of us are really built the same. Like the second you start reaching up, your hand goes up. It's it, all right. Well, this is Randy. But that's. If Randy doesn't get picked for this dare. Well, that's true. That's true. It's not a bad idea. I like it. I like it. Okay. That could work. Trying. Rather than pin the tail on the triple, that's when things get weird. That could be weird. That could be weird. <laughs> but it could also be fun. <laughs> no. Will you tape it? You still got to find the tail, though. Well, that's where the hands come in. Whoa. It's like the guy from Disenchantment. The feelsy guy. He had to take his eyeballs out. Because <laughs> he was too touchy-feely. He couldn't touch things and know what it was without looking. He's like, what is this, silk? <laughs> He's like, Because oh. <laughs> he didn't have no teeth neither. Touchy. Mr. Touchy. Touchy-feely. I forget what his name was. Whatever. They had your boy locked in a dungeon, and all ten of his fingers had their individual shackles, because that's how, like, crafty he was. Wow. <laughs> I gotta watch, I gotta finish watching this show. This enchantment's funny. People sleep on it. I don't know what they was thinking, or what they were expecting, rather. They're probably expecting Simpsons-like comedy. I don't know, because it's not like The Simpsons, and it's not like Futurama. It's, it's from the creator of The Simpsons, it's, though. It's its own... It's its own thing. So that's why people are thinking about that. One of the dares is we have to rap battle Randy. Yeah, that's not a dare. Because you're going to fail. But, I mean, you think someone's going to successfully chug Clamato juice? Yeah. I mean, he's not chugging. He's taking a shot. Bro, any of that ingestation stuff may go off may be completed successfully but it is a fail for everyone else in the room mm. and particularly the person that's got to do it either way someone is not having a good time how about a dare you have to go five minutes without blinking that's a staring contest 
Oh, you don't have to stare, but you can't blink. So, Tobey Maguire's performance in the first Spider-Man movie. Got it. <laughs> Five minutes may be too long, though. Yeah. Two minutes. So, the first half of Tobey Maguire's performance in the Spider-Man movie. You Tobey Maguire alone. Yo, now, now that I've said that, go back and watch Spider-Man. You can't unsee it. Like, your boy does not blink. You want to see somebody don't, don't oh, I can't, I, I shouldn't reference it. There's this documentary about this this chick who came up with this fake pharmaceutical blood reading thing. She does not blink. It's, just, it's very, very scary. They say people that he don't. Knows exact, Dante knows exactly what I'm talking about. He knows exactly what I'm talking about. Isn't there a thing they say about people who don't blink much? Like yeah, they're, they're dead. <laughs> they're sociopaths or something. You know what Vince on the Michelle Mission says? Uh, Kennedy, I have a question. Mm. I know you don't go to the movies often, but when you go to the movies, mm-hmm. right, and you buy, like, like snacks, mm-hmm. right, what snacks do you buy? I don't anymore. I bring them. Oh, okay. All right. <laughs> well, when you did, if you were to buy snacks at the movie theater, what would you buy? I would get a box of Raisinets and a spray. Okay. Vince, who is decidedly a popcorn guy. Ew. And maybe nachos, but mostly a popcorn guy. He says, now you know what I eat at the movies. Pretzel bites. I eat pretzel bites. He says that, and Dante is giving me a thumbs up for eating pretzel bites. Vince of the Michelle Mission says that people eat pretzel bites, that's serial killer behavior. What? Yes. He, does, he, he thinks that's, that's, that's wrong. People shouldn't eat pretzel bites and the people that do that's indicative of them having some type of defect what what is his basis for that nothing but him just being uh, coming from baltimore listen that's your stuff i don't have any dealings with that house you keep that house in line so you don't agree Uh, thank you thank you you don't agree I mean, I feel like pretzel butts and nachos are a bit much for movie theater anyway. I feel like once movie theater started incorporating, you know, meal-based items, it was going a little too far. Yeah, but nachos and pretzel bites aren't meals. Like, I agree. When they started breaking out, like, the whole chicken sandwiches, you know, and, and a little tin of collard greens, no, 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 it no, went no, a little no, far. No, 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 no. What people bring to the theater is their own business. I'm saying when you can go to the concession stand. Get, I'm talking about the concession stand. I'm getting get pre- pretzel bites. Um, What's wrong with pretzel bites? Nachos, a slice of pizza, a hot dog. That's too much. But that's stuff you could all you could get at the drive-in theater. The drive-ins were double features, and they were outside. You weren't disturbing your neighbor fumbling with the <laughs> thing of nachos. Well, that funky behind cheese ain't giving you with them pretzel bites. Well, when you're bringing your snacks, what are you bringing? Candy. Excuse me. I try not to bring anything too rustly because then it gives up. Well, that's mature. That's mature. Good job. Well done. I bring pretzel bites. It's not rustling at all. It's funky though. It's not funky. That cheese, bro. I don't even mess with the cheese. Actually, I get my I, if the pretzel bites are made well, I don't need the cheese. I don't because I just need the pretzel. This is why I don't put mustard on my pretzels. I don't like condiments. Okay, I that put, that that makes you a little disturbing. That I don't like condiments. Yeah, about grown condiments. If your food is cooked well, you don't need condiments. 
It's like you don't go to a fine dining listen, restaurant listen, listen, listen. and put ketchup on the steak. I don't want no smoke, okay? If you don't like condiments, I'm okay with you not liking condiments. Do you put ketchup on a steak? I am not going to take my eyes off you. Don't talk to me like that. Or turn back <laughs> on you in any way. Because now I feel there might be some validity in what Vince was saying. Perhaps not in the having pretzel bites thing, but in the not liking condiments like at all? No. Like I don't put ketchup on my french fries. All you need is good salt and pepper. That's okay. it. Okay. Unless it's seasoned fries and then you don't need anything. See? Dante agrees with me. So do you eat your sandwiches without a condiment? How do you eat your hoagie? Uh, when I get a hoagie, I get the the meat, the cheese, um, preferably spinach, uh, onions, sweet peppers, and oregano, and maybe a little bit of oil. Yeah. That's it. That's... What else do I need? You can do whatever you like, Lynn. Don't hurt me. What do you, how do you eat your hoagie? I don't. I don't. It's not, doesn't matter. She put mayonnaise on that hoagie. Listen, you can mayonnaise do, is not good for you. You can do whatever you like. And that's what I do. And that's what you should do. Don't eat condiments. Uh, how do you go from you should do whatever you like to don't eat something? Like what kind of half-ass judgment? Sit down with your bland food. It's not bland. It's delicious. If the food is well made, it doesn't need condiments. Okay. Ask any chef. Okay. I said okay. I keep saying okay. You keep getting excited. Ask B. Van Randall. I keep getting out of condiment for that one. Listen, you, I keep... <laughs> I keep saying okay, and you keep getting increasingly more upset. And I just want Vince to know that if one of my fingers ends up in Len's freezer, it's his fault. (laughs) (laughs) I want to give um, people out there a little uh, bit of news. Black Tribbles, we have a Patreon page going. Patreon is away for for patrons to uh, donate to help the cause of Black Tribbles, help us do all the things that we do, keep our show free for you. Go to patreon.com slash black tribbles. And for all those who subscribe as donators to the Black Tribbles, you will gain access to a brand new bi-weekly podcast just for you. It's Patreon exclusive. It's called Greetings from the Bat Base. It's my personal podcast that I do for you. Um, It's every two weeks. Right now, we are in the midst of reviewing the CW series Batwoman. Up there on Patreon are reviews of episode one and two. Um, In two weeks, we'll do episode we'll do episodes three and four. And as I agreed on there, I will also be doing reviews of the final season of Arrow as well. Yeah, yeah, because I just watched that first episode. Um, (laughs) I'm saying I know you're thrilled that it's the final season. Oh, I'm saying that's the only reason I'm doing it. (laughs) The only so 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 I have now something to celebrate about Arrow. Um, So become a patron a patron of the Black Tribbles, and you will unlock access to this exclusive bi-weekly podcast just for you greetings from the bat base coming to you straight from my um, podcast studio Um, we're going to have fun we're going to have a lot of guests on there I've got things planned for when these shows are over that are going to be insane we're going to have a whole lot of fun and it's right there uh, in in appreciation 
for you helping us be the best Tribbles that we can be. Oh. Okay. All right. Wow, it's already 1056. It's already close to that time for us to get out of here. It's true. I can't believe it. The, the, the time has gone fast. And I didn't even get to, to, to tell people uh, the pleasure principle story. So real quick, <laughs> Kennedy, Dante will appreciate this. Oh, God. So my show, The Pleasure Principle, was it was a, it was a late night sex show. Um, and the host was the, this lovely lady, uh, Pleasure, um, who did like uh, adult toy parties in, in and around the city. And on one episode... I don't believe Pleasure was there. I think Pleasure was out because, it, right, Pleasure was on maternity leave. So she wasn't there. And Kennedy sat in on the, on the show with me. Um, and on this show, we had a guest bring in these old, like, 18th century sex toys. And one of them was a vibrating, like, what's it, a saddle? Yeah. Yeah, it was a vibrating saddle, which Kennedy... You're leaving out the creepy part. What was the creepy part? The creepy part was this guest was a man and his daughter. Oh, yeah, it was Ed. <laughs> it was Ed from G-Town Radio. And his, well, his daughter collected these these things. What can I say? And Kennedy actually sat on the vibrating sandal on, on saddle on air. And when he says sat, that's a very loose description of the action. I, I was cheek to saddle contact for maybe 3.5 seconds. Yeah, because then she was like, whoo! <laughs> <laughs> it was very uncomfortable. It was it was hilarious. The saddle wasn't uncomfortable. The scenario was uncomfortable. It was because because Ed had a huge crush on 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 Kennedy. So he's crushing in front of his daughter who collects these sex toys. It, I just I, it was just weird it all was, the way around. It was weird all the way I, around. There was no there was no conceivable way for me to enjoy that saddle. That's true. That's true. We needed to have you behind like a curtain or something. You know what? We'll see if we can get that get that saddle for the dare. Oh my god! And the dare is to ride that saddle. Yes, we've got another dare. We got to get out of here, ladies and gentlemen. This show will be available for your download, stream, and pleasure come the morning on BlackTribbles.com, wow. iTunes, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher Radio, Stitcher Radio, and every place in every place a good podcast be. Uh, don't forget to like and follow us on all the social medias. Hit us up on Apple Podcasts. Give us a five star rating and review. That helps people find the show. It really does. For the vacationing Super Saiyan Triple, Super Triple, the Uncanny Triple, for the Master Triple, for the Intern Triple, for the Vibrating Storm Triple. I am not for vibrating. The, for the new Kepler Triple, this is the Bat Triple. And parting, we say it was weird. <laughs> <laughs>